enemy can get you to a place where you're afraid to get in the car and drive. You're afraid to walk outside after 9 o'clock at night. You're afraid to go to the mall. You're afraid to go to work sometimes. I tell you in the name of Jesus, that is a demon from hell and a spirit and a yoke of bondage that is over you. And I declare that thing to go off of your life today and freedom, powerful freedom in the Holy Ghost to come up over your life. And you will not be afraid from this day forward. You will not be afraid from this day forward in the name of Jesus. You are watching Kingdom Insight Television Network, KITV, inspiring you to grow from faith to faith and from glory to glory. If you have been impacted by this network, send us your testimony at info at kitvnetwork.com. Keep watching your inspirational network. Satan wants you to walk around in fear of every day of your life. Do you know that? If the enemy can get you to a place where you're afraid to get in the car and drive, you're afraid to walk outside after 9 o'clock at night, you're afraid to go to the mall, you're afraid to go to work sometimes. I tell you in the name of Jesus, that is a demon from hell and a spirit and a yoke of bondage that is over you. And I declare that thing to go off of your life today and freedom, powerful freedom in the Holy Ghost to come up over your life. And you will not be afraid from this day forward. You will not be afraid from this day forward in the name of Jesus. I remember one Sunday morning coming into this church and you know I had heart trouble a few years ago, four years ago, taken down with heart trouble. It was a curse from the enemy. As a matter of fact, and I'm being honest with you, and I was thinking about it this week as I was preparing this sermon and God made it very clear to me that the enemy attacked me one Sunday morning when I was preaching on this pulpit and that's when that heart started trouble. Heart trouble started. Now, I came here to the house of the Lord after serving and going through all of that trouble and heartache and misery and afraid to die, thinking you're going to go out any second. As a matter of fact, the doctors told me, you are a walking miracle. How can you be blocked 99% in the middle artery, which is the main artery to the body and to the life. And to be blocked 90 on this side and 100 on that side and still stand and walk. I did it in the name of Jesus. Under the power of the Holy Ghost. Under the whole shackle. Satara. He did it under the Holy Undy. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord God Almighty. Almighty is he. You reign supreme. Oh, hallelujah to the Lamb. In the name of Jesus, there is power and authority in the presence of a holy God. But you'll only get it when you pray. It'll only come when you seek him. It'll only come when you get harnessed with God. But as soon as you get harnessed with the Holy Ghost and the power of God begins to move upon you, I'll tell you, you will not fear no demon or devil in hell. In the name of Jesus. I walked into the service a little over a year and a half ago, still under the pressure and the bondage 
of heart trouble. The pastor called me forward. And by the way, he's preaching in a warmer country than I am right now. But God bless him. Hallelujah. He called for someone to come that were sick and felt oppressed, felt down. Life was wearing you out. And I came and I stood right there. And when he prayed, there was a release of a power. And the anointing of God came all over me. And I knew something changed the moment he prayed. I went back to my seat. And there was four or five ladies sitting down the row. And a brother passed a note to me. And he said, I just saw seven demons leave your territory. Now, Brother Dina, when the Holy Ghost begins to make a move and confirm his word with signs following, there is healing power in the name of Jesus. Don't ever forget it. Anyway, he passed this note to me, and I thought one of the ladies in the front row or two had passed the note to him to give to me, because I'm about halfway back. And I said to him, who gave you the note? He said, God did. Oh, oh hallelujah. Right from the Lord, amen. Healed by the power of God. As a matter of fact, I played hockey Thursday night. And I had a lot of fun. I told the Lord when I was younger, very young in life, I said, Father, I want to go out one of two ways, either standing in the pulpit preaching the word or playing a hockey game. That's the choice. I'll take either one. doesn't matter to me. Hallelujah. I'll take either one. Some of you are bound this day by a yoke. When there is a constant outbreak of family feuds and where there are entrances in productive ministry, often it is due to a yoke that's on somebody in the group or in the church or in the business or in the home. Another sure sign of a yoke on your neck by Satan is extreme jealousy. Now I could talk on that one for a while. But let me say this. Jealousy is as cruel as the grave. And you put a jealous spirit on somebody and you cannot do nothing right. It doesn't matter how good you are. You put a jealous spirit on someone in the church who decides that they're going to link up with somebody else and carry that jealous spirit around, I assure you the enemy will do all that he can to expose anything and anybody. But I'll tell you in the name of Jesus today that jealousy is not of God, it's of the devil. You are jealous over everything. 
everybody. And there's no reason for it. There's no evidence of it. You are just jealous. And it enters you and it binds you. You are, you feel that you need to have the control and that anything outside of that, you will not refuse anything other than to refuse to repent and refuse to forgive. And listen, that spirit of the enemy can come upon you. And once it gets upon you, if you're not careful, it will destroy you. I could give you some stories, personal, but I won't go there this morning for time. But I'll tell you, the enemy has ways to hinder you. Another one is chronic dissatisfaction. Not just dissatisfaction, it is chronic. Have you ever had anyone tell you that this such and such a person is a chronic liar? You know what that means? They lie more than they tell the truth. That's the facts. And if you are chronic dissatisfied this morning, I assure you most of your days are in misery. And if you were honest with yourself and with God, you would truly say, yes, my life is more miserable than it is happy and excited. And if that's where you are this morning, there is a yoke upon you and the enemy has got you in a bound, bondage situation and God wants to release you from that today so that you don't have that spirit on you anymore. It is a tendency to lead into idolatry. It is a struggle for you to trust God and to believe in His goodness and His faithfulness. And you find it difficult to have confidence in yourself and you feel that you're not worthy or worth anything. You get hurt easily and often you have low self-esteem. It is a yoke from the devil. And if you understand this morning that the devil has put this yoke upon you and in the name of Jesus you can be free, all you need to declare today, I declare and the decree in the name of Jesus, there is no more yoke, Satan, upon me in bondage. I will not be there anymore. I will be released in the name of Jesus. Free you will be today. Hallelujah. Constantly having to prove to yourself that you really are a person of value and able to be put into positions of authority with responsibility, but you try to hide in the crowd and you feel lonely. I pray and I break the curse of the enemy over your life in the name of Jesus right now. And I pray and declare in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost that the devil and demons from hell will have no more control on you over this situation. If you believe that this morning and declare it over your life, you will be free today. No man is a man unto himself. You are either yoked to one of two kingdoms, to the kingdom of God or to the kingdom of the devil. Jesus says and means it what he says. My yoke is easy and I, my burden is light. 
Jesus says today, I will guide you. I will lead you. I will help you. I will be like almost as if though there is no yoke on you. I will give you latitude. I will give you peace. I will give you freedom from sinful habits. You will feel like you are walking in peace even though you are yoked to the Savior, to the Redeemer, to the Master. Like that yoke this morning on the oxen, this is now Jesus on the other side and not the devil, and you're walking in the joy and the peace of the Almighty God. That's where the Father wants you this morning, amen? That's where God Almighty wants you to be today. My burden, Jesus says, of you being yoked to me will be light. On the other hand, I believe it's also fair to say that the yoke of the enemy is very heavy and hard to bear. When you really look at the yoke on your life that Satan has control on, I trust today you will realize that Satan, as you in bondage, you need to make up your mind today that you're going to be free from this yoke. You don't have to be bound. And it may cause you to miss your destiny. And sometimes a yoke will cause that. You will literally miss out on the destiny that God had planned for you. And you can be 20 years old in this house today, and you can miss out on what God has for your life by being yoked to the enemy. You can be 60 like myself in this house today, and you can miss out on the destiny that God has for you because you've been yoked to the enemy. But I'll tell you this morning, under the power of God, I have lived life this far, and I have enjoyed it to the full. All because of him. Now, in saying that, if Mary says, does he get mad? Yeah, sometimes he does, actually. I can have a stubborn streak, too. But I'll tell you one thing. There is nothing that the presence of God cannot control. When you get alone with God, when you're willing to pray, when you're willing to humble, and I'll tell you this, folks, and I'll talk to couples for a second today. One of the best things you can do with your marriage is hold your partner by the hand and take some time to pray. It'll be the best reunion ever. There is something when two agree, when two agree, in the name of Jesus. And we have had to agree this week that the devil won't control the family in the name of Jesus. But the enemy is out to destroy every one of them. And he'll take us with him if he could. <clears throat> you believe and you deserve that you deserve to be insecure. You believe that I am a mistake. That's another lie from hell. Because God, no matter where you came from and who you came from by, I'll tell you, whatever genes is in your body today, God knows every cell that's in you. He created you, brought you to this place, put you upon this earth, and he gave you a purpose. And don't let the devil tell you that you're a mistake. No, you are not a mistake in the name of Jesus. You are born 
to live for him. You believe that you're unworthy to have a good, full family. You believe you're unworthy to be loved. And you're unworthy to enjoy a full life. It's a yoke of slavery. Give me a few more minutes. God is asking and saying to Israel and to us today, I have brought you out of bondage. Israel is now, was now in bondage for 400 years, and they grew to be about 2 million people. Egypt means a place of double straits. I'll say that again. Egypt means a place of double straits. Not a good place. It, uh, straits comes from a Hebrew word called Yetzar. Trouble of a very narrow place, a place of vexation and a place of anguish. A place of, in the Egyptian culture, as it were, from biblical times and biblical standards that leads you to a mindset to live unholy before God. And the enemy today would try to get you to a place and stay in a place where you do not find release from the burdens and the struggles of life. But I assure you today that Jesus has taught and has confessed to be your redeemer. And today you can have eternal life in him. To be born again means to have lifted from the ways of Egypt a type of the world, and you've come to a place to stay converted and live life under the guidance and the blood of Jesus, to come out of the world, to come out of Egypt. You have to repent of your sins. You have to get the ways of the world out of you. This may sound like old-fashioned salvation. Well, it is important to know you can't live like the world and see the God of heaven and a holy heaven. God says, come out from among them and be separated. Coming out of Egypt is a narrow place. A place because Satan, like a python, will try to enter you. So what it really the picture here is that in a narrow place, there comes a place when they left the land of Egypt, they came down to a narrow place where they had to cross over. And they had no choice but to cross over in this place. And God brought them to it to test them, to let them know that he, the almighty God, was able to lead them out of any bondage. And if you're here this morning under a burden, under a bondage, I declare in the name of Jesus, and I tell you today, you can be set free. But you got to believe it. you got to confess it. you got to know the God who might serve in order to understand that you can be free. So now, you come to the Lord and you give your heart to Jesus. I'm paraphrasing a little bit through all of this. And you turn to the Lord and you find yourself in a narrow place. It seems like everything to the right and to the left have come against you. It seems like family to the right and to the left have come against you. It seems like people in the church and to the left have come against you. It seems like everybody on the job have come against you and you are in a narrow, lonely place. 
But I assure you today, under the power of God, that the Holy Ghost and Jesus the Lamb, who has redeemed you, will lead you through that narrow place if you will put your trust and your confidence in your God. Now, what the enemy does is he sets up not only a narrow place to make it difficult for you, but Satan, like a python, is at the end of the double straight and a narrow place. And when you get to the certain place, you begin to back up. Why? Because there is a python. The devil, the demons of hell have come and tried to destroy your life and to take away from you the joy and the peace that you now have experienced in Christ. And the devil comes to steal your joy and to steal your salvation. And so you see that python and it represents the devil and a demon out of hell. But I'll tell you in the name of Jesus that there is power in the blood of Jesus. And you can crush every demon. You can walk over every spirit. And you can say as in the name of Jesus and by the power of the anointed one. I can walk over the powers of the enemy. And have freedom and joy and peace in God. So that python that is about to squeeze you and come around you and take the life out of you, it will not bite you, but it will squeeze you to death. I tell you today in the name of the Lord that the enemy will set that up, but as you pray and as you believe God and as you join hands with somebody, it doesn't matter who, but you join hands with somebody. And when you begin to pray and the power of God begins to flow, you will feel a release and an anointing that will come upon you and you will walk in freedom. Oh, hallelujah. If there's one thing we need to do as believers is get up in the morning, plead the blood of Jesus Christ over your life, plead the blood of Jesus over your family, and plead the blood of Jesus over your pastor, and plead the blood of Jesus over his family, and plead the blood of Jesus over the church. At least that much. And if you're in tune, you'll plead the blood of Jesus over the neighbor and the city and the nation. And the government. He shall reign from sea to sea. Oh, hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Thank God for a free land. God says, if you will put your trust in me, I will raise you up and I will set you free. He says, if it wasn't for me, you would be dead, buried long ago. For broad is the way that leads to hell and destruction. It takes a real man, woman of God to walk in an upright life and to live in a wicked world. But I tell you, as the world grows darker, in the name of Jesus, I pray, Father, make my light shine a little brighter. Let somebody see somewhere that I've been in tune to the Heavenly Father. God is watching out for you. He's watching out for the church. And he will not let you go. Though I preached this morning a warning that God will send visions and dreams to you. And I want you to know today that when you're walking down that double straight, God Almighty knows where the minefields are and he will, he's well able to direct your path. But I'll tell you one thing, you must be in tune to the spirit of the living God. There must be an anointing upon your life that you can walk over the minefields and they not hurt you. Oh, hallelujah. 
There is a way that seems right unto a man, but the way and the end is death. I'd say, Father, keep warning us in the name of Jesus to walk up right before you. I bring you good news this morning that the yoke of Satan can be broke and destroyed by the power of the Holy Ghost and in the name of Jesus. There is a yoke of vexation, a spirit of infirmity, a woman who brought a sick child. And then there is also the spirit that David saw in, in, uh, and understood and recognized in Psalms chapter 41. And they said an evil disease has come upon him. Satan desires to have lies spread about you. Satan imagines all of the worst about you. But I'll tell you today, God loves you and God favors you and God is for you. There is a yoke of fear, a yoke of bondage. To be afraid that God will not be faithful to you in troubled times. Satan only wants you, not only wants you to fear him one time, Satan wants you to live a life of fear. That's the goal of the enemy. But I break that spirit today off of you and say, Jesus, release your people that they may know the power that is in the Holy Ghost. Perfect love cast out fear. Romans 8, 15. Ye shall receive the power of the Spirit. You have not received the spirit of slavery. Fear will cause you to try and control your life, control people, and control things. I'm going to finish up. I've got a few more things that I could have said, but let me say it on the last page. The enemy wants you to think that your best days are over, especially if you're a holder. He does. The enemy came to me four years ago with this trouble and tried to tell me that I wasn't going to live. I said, devil, in the name of Jesus, kneeling and sitting on the stairhead of my stairs that goes down to the basement. I said, I shall live and not die, and you're not going to take me. This is what I believe. If God can bury Moses, by God can bury me. It's a fact. If he chooses to, he can do it. See, you've got to live your life in such a manner that you know your God is able to take control of every situation. And there is no demon that can come at you and destroy you. And once you understand that, and once you see and understand the revelation of the power that is in the name of Jesus, and I ask in the name of Jesus, it shall be done. Because there's power in that name. I trust you've got the message this morning. When Jesus went down into hell, he took three sets of keys from the devil. Death hell, and the grave. And he's got those three keys still today, and no devil ain't going to get them back. But I'm free, free indeed. I'm going to ask the musicians to come. I want you to seriously look at your life today and say, with all that's in you, Lord, is there a yoke? As Pastor Dennis has preached this morning, 
Is there a yoke, anything, that's hindering me from being the person that you really planned for me to be? And if you're here this morning and you're honest with yourself and with God and you want prayer, I'll be more than pleased with these pastors around me to pray for you. As we sing, consider that and come if you feel to come today. It's not by might nor by power. By my spirit, says the Lord.